Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is going on, Notre Dame fans? Mike Singer and Tim Hyde live on a Wednesday night. Back-to-back nights of Singer and Hyde right here on our Blue and Gold YouTube channel. Hope everyone is well. What is going on, YouTube chat? Hope you guys are all doing well. We have a lot to talk about, really, because you guys have given us a lot to talk about. So looking forward to diving into the uh, voice memos, uh, messages, whatever you want to call them, that we got um, just today. So we had a big show last night, went through everything that was going on in the world of Notre Dame football, um, and uh, thought it was a really good discussion, some good questions from you guys. And then for tonight's show, I got questions from Irish fans on our Blue and Gold message board and even some from uh, – uh, Twitter as well. And uh, Tim, I know you are uh, very much prepped on these. I know you listened to all of them two or three times. Um, you got to study all of these questions. Can you confirm this, Tim? I cannot confirm that. So this is going to be awesome. No, I mean, I'm looking forward to it because it's it's like you're saying, this is a great idea with you, Mike, just to see what's out there. You know, a little bit of the angst, a little bit of the bowl game. Heck, we were just talking 32 seconds before we went live. It's like, what's going on with so many guys? You know, we're still in limbo. Who's going pro? Who's not? Who's coming back? Tons of questions. But at the end of the day, I know for me, I am really, really excited for this Sun Bowl. Now that it's been coming out and it's been a few days, I'm really looking forward to it. And I am, I mean, there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of dudes we haven't really seen and primetime roles really be the dudes in that game. And it's going to be awesome as we lead in the 2024. So leave it, leave it to Tim Hyde, like to, to get excited about it. Like, cause you're just such a football guy. Like, I love that you are everything that's right in college football. You know, I, I love it, Tim. You know, but when you take a pause before we get rolling here, it's like, when you take a pause, that was, you know, at first you're like, Oh, we're not playing this team. It's not January one, but it, the end of the day, right, Mike? I mean, you said it a hundred times. If you're not in the big boy bowl, heck, look at look at the New Year's Six teams. Tons of New Year's Six teams are dropping out. Notre Dame, Notre Dame, wanted, you know, was up for the Gator Bowl. NC State's almost got twenty players, twenty players in the portal, and they're going to the Gator Bowl play it. So it's like it, it's crazy what's going on out there. But at the end of the day, it comes down to the depth, and this is what I think we've been talking about the last couple of years. These recruiting classes, Marcus Freeman. We know some guys aren't going to be playing in this game, so let's see. Let's see how this recruiting is. Let's see what you know what what he's building, and we're going to get a taste of it here in a couple of weeks. That's for sure. So yeah. that's what excites me. Yeah, I don't think Gator Bowl is technically considered New Year's Six, but your point taken. No, no, yeah, I'm talking about you know like a New Year's Bowl. That bowl last year was a good good bowl game when you're playing an SEC ranked team. You know, 
Was that, was, but even was, then, it's like they have opt out. So, but it, South it's Carolina fun. was South Carolina ranked? I thought they were like a Ooh. six and sixteen last year. They were ranked. Oh yeah, yeah, they were ranked. Oh, I want to say I want to say Notre Dame was 20, what 18, 19 in that game. South maybe. Carolina was twenty twenty one ish. Okay, so. okay, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess let's just get into it, folks. Of course, if you're watching live with us, hit the thumbs up, subscribe if you are new here. Um, or if you're watching back, make sure you do those two things as well. Hit the thumbs up, subscribe. Uh, Blueandgold.com, definitely your home for all things Notre Dame football. Uh, current offer for you guys is uh, $1 for two months for new subscribers using the promo code UND1. That's the letter U-N-D-1. Um, any other housekeeping items? Signing day, two weeks from now, Tim. Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks from these uh, Notre Dame commits can become official. Um, but uh, really so much focus on the transfer portal and whatnot and, and coaching change. Does that become plural after, you know, the NFL season? Who knows? We'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, so today was actually kind of a slow day, which we were not really expecting because every day has just been hectic. But today, no big news, um, just some trophy first team All-American stuff, but otherwise um, nothing, nothing too crazy. So let's just get into the voicemails. First one from Alex here. We actually heard this one on the uh, as a as a test last night uh, but, uh, yeah, let's, let's hear from alex do you think riley leonard will be able to help notre dame more than sam hartman million dollar question sam what do you think yeah my, my gut is yes because my gut tells me i mean mike goolsby talks about this a lot and he and i when we text a thousand times you know, a week together, it's always like, when is Notre Dame going to have that guy at quarterback that just everyone just fears? You know, I mean, look, look at the guy, you know, Brian Kelly's going to get a Heisman Trophy on his resume in a couple of days. Why? Because that quarterback could sling it and he runs for over a thousand yards because he's crazy. And I think Leonard is going to be that type of a quarterback that things break down. You got to, you, you got to respect him. And it also comes down to the run game. For crying out loud, Jack Cohn, Drew Pine, Sam Hartman, not one defensive coordinator ever, ever, ever worried about them keeping it on a run play. Meaning, so when you saw nine-man fronts, you got to find a way to block nine guys. When you have a quarterback that could run, damn, one of those ninth has to be accounted for in the quarterback. And that is going to just help out the run game beyond what anyone even thinks. It is going to be huge in the run game to get someone to account for, you know, Riley Leonard. And I think that's going to be one of the biggest takeaways that Leonard brings to the, you know, to the offense, just like, my God, you know, and it, it's the other thing. It's if, if, you know, if Notre Dame's running the ball, but, you know, let's say a couple of these portal guys kick butt, Jaden Greathouse has a hell of a year. You know, one of the freshmen steps up and they got a true vertical threat somewhere. You have to play too deep. I mean, go back and watch, you know, guys, if you didn't watch the Washington-Oregon game, there were times in that game, Oregon and Washington had five guys in the boxes. Five. Why? Because the wide receivers outside, outside scared the hell out of them. So you had to play so deep, you could run the ball down their throats, and that's what Washington did in that game. So yeah, I'm hoping the game's offense somehow, some way, bam, is able to do that in 2024 and not always have to go 75 yards in six minutes to score. And that's what it's felt like, obviously, the last yeah. couple of years. 
Yeah, my thought, Jay Patterson says, uh, not sure if Riley can throw against top defenses. He struggled against Notre Dame this year. You point to me a Notre Dame quarterback that has been able to throw against top, throw well against top defenses in recent years. Um, so my, my thought is really yeah. it's a kind of a ceiling floor thing. I think the, the floor is pretty high for Hartman, but the ceiling wasn't. Um, I thought it was higher than it eventually was, but I think, I mean, when's the last time? When's the last time Notre Dame Notre Dame had a starting quarterback at uh at six four? You know, Cone wasn't six four. I mean, so nice. like this size, yeah. with the ability to move, you just hope that you know it, it's not like you know Tyler Buckner at quarterback pushing the ball. And I feel no, do not mean to throw shade at Tyler Buckner, but like. That was kind of Buckner's like outstanding athlete, but like when it came to quarterback, like he threw a lot of picks um, and, and short arms and balls. So that's kind of my take um, on on that question from from Alex. Yeah, Leonard's got an Leonard's got an arm. Yeah, I mean that dude is he can throw it. So throw it. He's got the legs. It's going to be interesting. Um, it re- I mean, it's got also going to come down to the offensive tackles next year. Who plays offensive tackle? Because the interior is going to be solid as could be. So. Yeah that they could keep running the ball with these running backs to uh, let Riley Leonard do it. But, you know, I'm, I'm expecting him to do next year. Bigger, faster Ian book. Sign me up for that, Daniel. Exactly. Yeah. Great point, Daniel, without a doubt. Cause when yeah. Ian broke down at times, boom, he, I mean, that dude ran for a lot of first downs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, we'll go next to uh, Adam. Adam's got a question for you, Tim, that I think you're going to, I think you're going to disagree with him, but we'll, we'll no, see. That's okay. That's okay. Hey, are you guys firm or soft on bringing in too many wide receiver transfers? Kind of worry that, you know, bringing in too many guys might take playing time away from guys like Great House, who could really benefit from seeing the field a lot this season. Tim? Yeah, load the room up. That's my opinion. Load it up. Um, first off, yeah. I mean, this has been a. I mean, this is you know, I've, you know, I've kind of heard this like, oh, you know, we don't want to take reps away. You know, I'm, I'm going to pause because I want to be nice a little bit, but it's like, who cares? It's like the best guys will play. If Jaden Greathouse is a legitimate dude, he's going to play. I truly believe he is. I think he's a hell of a wide receiver. He, he he's a very very good wide receiver. He is not going to get hurt by some of these transfers because he is a damn good wide receiver. He is going to play. And if he doesn't play, this was my point last night. I know a couple of people talked about it in the, in the, in the YouTube comments was the Notre Dame's not going to get to where they get until they start out recruiting the talent on the team right now. So if there's a dude that comes in and is 10 times better than Jaden Greathouse, good. The whole goal is to win the damn football game. So, but Great House is going to be a legitimate football player. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. Okay. Super chat from Anthony, $2. Tim says the last time Notre Dame won a chip, Tony Rice was a threat. So there you go. Anthony, appreciate the $2 super chat and support. Uh, we're going to go next to uh, Andrew Gilmore, friend of the show. Hey, Mike and Tim, this is Andrew from California. Hey, uh, question for you. Uh, a lot of attention in terms of the transfer portal have, has been on the offensive side of the ball, uh, rightfully so. But who would you target on the defensive side of the ball? I mean, the way I look at it, they could be ten- Notre Dame could potentially be losing Mills, Cross, Baptiste, Bertrand, Leofau, Kaiser, Hart, et 
Xavier Watts. I mean, th- that's the core of their defense. So uh, what position would you target? This might have been my favorite one. Of, 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 uh, this was really good from Andrew. Um, so being reported that R.J. Oban is a defensive end from Duke. He's visiting campus um, this weekend. Uh, Tom Lawyer reported that today. Um, so, I mean, but I, I talked about this a couple weeks ago. Like, here's the positions to watch. Quarterback, obviously, uh, at least two receivers. I think Flores' departure has made that three. Uh, offensive lineman, which is interesting, Tim. We have not heard about Notre Dame really going after any offensive lineman yet. So maybe they've changed their mind, or whoever they're wanting to go after is not in the portal yet, or they're just kind of working behind the scenes. Who knows? Um, but uh, yeah, I think you know defensive lineman still. Um, you know, to get a good defensive end, people are saying in, in the YouTube chat, Cross and Mills will be back. That's fantastic, guys. Let's wait for them to announce their decisions. You know. We'll, um, and then uh, I, I, you got a, a defensive back in Jordan Clark um, committed. Do you, do you go after any more? Do you feel good about that? Well, um, Watts, I, I believe, will come back next year. Uh, I think him playing the Sun Bowl is kind of a sign. But, uh, yeah, what, what, what do you think about Andrew's good question here? Yeah, real quick on, on Xavier Watts. He had a quote at the, at the Nagurski Award where, he talked about he's working on a master's and he's not done until like next, possibly next summer. I think he was talking about. So does that just extend him coming back for a fifth year, which he really talked about education. So yeah, fingers crossed that he comes back because he's, you know, he's a stud. Heck he's there once again, because of recruiting issues. You know, we talked so much about wide receiver, the safety spot's been just decimated when it comes to recruiting. So where is that say I'm always a safety DN. Because I think D tackles, they got bodies. You know, you know. Let's say they only get one of Mills or Crossback. Okay, you got one of them back, but you still got Anya coming back. You still got Rubio, and obviously you have this really good freshman group that just came in. You know, Mookum, Houston, Brennan Vernon. Where's he going to land? So you still got some bodies. You know, at least there. D end. I think you know Andrew's point's awesome. It's like still going to have to be a D end, especially with Nana out. They're probably going to have to go to the portal, find another Baptiste type guy, a fifth, six year guy who wants to come to Notre Dame, boost his uh, draft stock, and move up. Bubakar Traore, Mike, where, what does he play? Because his athleticism, his length, speed, all of those things, is he a Viper? They already got kind of a log jam in a way. If Botello comes back, Tuli Alamaka, you know, comes back, right. obviously, his first junior year, who knows? He's got to play a ton, and then you still got Burnham. So, but I would say an older DN and it's safety, correct? Unless is you know because you got Ramon Henderson was played in every Ramon played every snap in the Aztec package, which is their dime. He's gone. DJ Brown is gone. Watts is there. Carter just left. Are any of these freshmen ready to play? Schuler, Ben Minich. I think I think safety and a DN. Linebacker, uh, real quick, Andrew mentioned linebacker. They've recruited their butts off. And remember, they only play two linebackers. They're, the rover is 99% of the time a nickelback. So yeah. let's just start focusing on that with Golden and Freeman. It's a Mike and a Will. They got some really, really good young linebackers. Kind of spoiled with Jeremiah Usukormo because he could do That's both it. roles yes. um, for sure. So, uh, yeah, good good question from Andrew. Appreciate you um, as always. Uh 
continuing on with the show, and we have uh, several other questions to get to from you guys, but uh, we're going to first hear from our sponsor for tonight's show, Homefield, the outstanding, amazing collegial line based out of Indianapolis, uh, and they have some uh, it's, it's licensed clothing and I can attest to it being, uh, uh comfortable as well. Uh, the, des- the designs are fantastic. Um, every time I scroll this site and do this ad read, I see about three more things I need to beg, uh, for them to send me. Um, so I can, uh, can rock that as well. Just on a, you know, whether it's on the show or just, uh, you know, just anytime, uh, around the house, uh, going out, I uh, get a ton of compliments on my Notre Dame fighting Irish tennis crew neck. Um, or uh, if you're a Notre Dame fan coming to uh, South Bend, um, you definitely need to uh, come wearing your home field attire. They actually have licenses to over 150 colleges, so you can find that college gear for anyone. So go ahead. Uh, I mean, look, folks, look, look at all the different schools they have here if you're watching on YouTube. I mean, where else are you going to be able to buy a Idaho shirt, a Montana shirt, and a Notre Dame shirt in, in, in one cart? So uh, great time to, uh, you know, Check out Homefield ahead of the holidays. Go ahead and get your orders in now to get those, um, hopefully before Christmas time. Um, and yeah, use the promo code BlueGold23 and you'll receive 15% off your first order with Homefield. Please check it out, homefieldapparel.com. Of all of our sponsors, I get the most messages about that. Hey, Mike, what was that website you were talking about? Hey, Mike, what's that What's that apparel website? What's your, what's your promo code? Um, actually, I had a recruit parent text me about it recently. Um, so please check it out, homefieldapparel.com. You'll 15% off your first purchase using that promo code BLUEGOLD23. Mike loves being an influencer, really? I don't, I don't know about all that. The only thing I'm influencing people to do is eat unhealthy but uh, with, with, with some T-Bell, but that's about it, Tim. Okay, moving along. This one is from Firm But Soft. That's what the person sent in as their name. I don't really know what that means, but uh, let's hear from them. Hey, Mike and Tim, Firm But Soft here. I just wanted to know, uh, over or under Chris Mitchell receiving yards, 985. What are you guys taking? The guy sounded a lot like the Adam from a couple questions ago, but 985 for Chris Mitchell, Tim. Oh, my, my gut instinct is is under, you know, is, is under, because I think they're going to think they're going to have a lot more depth Obviously, you know, talk injuries and all that stuff. But I think going into next season, I think they're going to have more dudes to play at wide receiver than they had this year. So um, he's he's electric. There's no doubt about that. I'll say I'll you know I'll, I'll go under. I'll go under. I would take the under too, and that has nothing to do with Chris Mitchell. As in, yes. I just feel like it's you're, you're getting better odds probably with the under. Um, he goes over if he turns it if he's a you know Will Fuller. Claypool type that could just vertical stretch and go jump and get some 30, yeah. 40 yard passes down the road. Yeah, I'm kind of with Jake Hart. Always always bet the under with, with the receivers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, also, how I mean, what what is what is Riley Leonard gonna look like? What is the protection gonna look like? Because you need those two things to push the ball downfield. Um, so um uh, uh, teep your house says firm on the over. Um Soft on the under, you guys are cracking me up. Um, uh, but I would, I would bet the under 985. It was, I, if I probably set it at like, if, if I was an odds maker off the top of my head, more like 8 38 40. 
think that oh, would be a little you. bit. Look at, you, look at you getting the odds down, getting the exact. Oh, well, I do my prize picks, huh? Tim. I'm, this is this is this is my nine eighty five. What's nine eighty five? That's like three dudes this year combined, right? Right. It's like, that's a that's a that's a big number. That's a big number. Yeah. Um. Uh, Miles Boykin had eight seventy two in twenty eighteen, and Claypool had a thousand thirty seven in twenty nineteen. So eight or yeah, nine eighty five would be tough. Um, so I was I, I would set the line like eight thirty ish. Um, so anyways, there you go. Thank you for the question, Firm but Soft. Here we go with Dy um, with his uh, his or her question. I do not remember who this is, but uh, right, let's hear it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, Blue and Gold? How are you guys doing? doing uh, this is my handle is DY. I've been on board for quite some time and only recently started to post. Um, love your guys' work. Um, the whole team really does a great job. Two questions from me. Uh, a couple of the younger guys, um, Charles Jagasa on the offensive line and on the opposite side of things, Brennan Vernon. Very curious on their development, and uh, would would you see them, um, you know, make the uh, the field here at the uh, the bowl game? Second question related to Riley Mills: what um, what's your take on uh, should he stay or should he go? Uh, my sense is that uh, he needs a little bit more development, but what the hell do I know? So I'll stop and uh, take a listen. Thanks, guys. Uh, same with us, Dy. What do we know? <laughs> I, love, I love that. Um. Jagasaw and Vernon, I, 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 the only thing I'd say is I just hear good things. Um, I don't have specifics on, you know, their, their biceps got bigger or, or anything like that, but I just hear that um, those two guys are progressing well. It does seem like Jagasaw is trending more towards an interior player, which honestly I'm, I'm a little disappointed to hear. Um, I thought he had right tackle written all over him, and maybe he still does. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but uh, will we see those two guys in the bowl game? Not sure, but I do think another freshman we'll see more is Bubakar Traore because he's the bowl game does not count towards your red shirt. He played yes. four games, so he can play in a fifth now. I think we'll see a lot of Bubakar Traore in the game. I'm not. I, I I honestly just don't know if we'll see either the other two. Um, so ten thoughts on that, and then uh, Riley Mills. Um, what what do you think he should do? My you know my first thought uh, just you know I'll jump on Riley Mills real quick because uh, the my first thought on on Riley is. He's a tank. The dude looks like a, a tree in the middle, right? He's a monster. And um, he looks like he's going to be he, – he reminds me of just some of those Buffalo Bill, like, you know, D tackles that just play forever and they're just big, thick monsters in the middle. But can he pass rush? I think that's always been the biggest thing with Riley Mills. I mean, when they go there, 
their speed rush package, their Aztec, you know, the dime, and they go their special pass rush unit. Mills is never out there. It's, it's always Howard Cross. So does Mills get inserted into that with another year where it's like, you are going to be our go-to pass rush guy. We've not seen that with Riley in his four years. So that might be something that NFL scouts, because he's going to sit back and he wants to see what these scouts are saying. My second rounder, a fourth rounder, boom, you're just a rotational guy in the NFL right now, meaning first, second down, play a little goal line. And when it's third down, bam, you sit the bench. So he's probably going to wait and see what that is. Jagasaw, I, me personally, out of those two, I hope he gets a little bit of rep, reps. Can he be the third offensive tackle? I know he, 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 by the way, he's a monster. He's huge. Him and Baker next to each other at the end of the Stanford game for like the last two series were just nice to let. I like giant dudes, Mike, up front. They're giants. So there's a big, big road graders out there. So I hope Charles gets some reps, you know, assuming we're just assuming here, Fisher and all opt out, go to the NFL, that he's the third tackle somehow. And Brennan Vernon, you and I have been a fan of him forever. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's a huge reason why Nana moved on. Is he, is he, is Bubakar, Vernon, are these guys stepping up on the edges to where we're, we're going to play these guys next year? They give us a little bit more, you know, edge pressure. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if that's one of those things with Nana. Yep. A few comments I wanted to get to. Uh, Sam asked, how do you send the voice memos? I actually tweeted today um from uh, at mike t singer for folks that are interested in doing this just shoot me a message um and i got a few messages that way but most of them came from our blue and message board um so that is that tony said tim is entering the portal he got a sweet nil deal from the usc site say it ain't so tim can you confirm or deny this i want to talk sc football come on just because I'm born and raised in Southern California does not mean I want to talk about USC football. No, 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 no. I've, I've been in plenty of Notre Dame games in the Coliseum, and there's nothing better than wearing green in the Coliseum. I've been there for some butt kickings, and I've been there for some big celebrations. So I will and not we were talking, Yeah, we were talking earlier about the slow day, except for AM. How about AM? I tweeted it out, and I think a lot of people agreed with me. How about a documentary on AM's 22 recruiting class and how that came together and how it fell apart and some of the stuff that Jimbo Fisher, or it's been leaked that Jimbo Fisher was just obsessed with recruiting rankings. Yes. I, I want to know about that. I want that documentary. Yeah. They've yeah, lost yeah. Like everyone from that class. I, I've only followed a little bit of it. You know, I've seen some of the blurbs and the articles and all that. That's That's wild to where he only wanted to recruit, obviously, the highest-ranked guys. He didn't care if they can't play. They don't fit their system. We Great. don't need that guy. Get them. Character. That goes back to why they signed eight defensive linemen because it was going to boost their ratings. Who the hell signs eight defensive linemen, for crying out loud? So I I have not st- – obviously, Notre Dame, you know, I'll get into this after the bowl game, start prepping for an A&M. It's going to be a hell, of, a hell of atmosphere. I mean, Mike Goolsby was there in uh, the 2001 game that kind of got Bob Davy fired. So I'm sure he could talk all about that crazy atmosphere when he played there. And um, but it's like, who's left from that class, Mike? Uh, you know, I, I, you know, once again, I haven't studied. I, I can't wait to go and start looking at their roster to see who is left from that class. I saw two more guys, I think bailed ship today. Five star. Uh, yeah. Number one player in the 22 class. I'm sure like, so the Notre Dame's bowl game, 2 PM Eastern on the 29th. About an hour after our post-game show, I'm sure you'll start watching Texas A&M film, right? 
after after the New Year's Six games. After all, well, yeah, after after Alabama, Michigan, I, after Alabama, Michigan, I'll start getting into the. the You're gonna start A&M. watching Texas A&M film when it's a new staff and a whole new roster. <laughs> a new OC. They got Klein from uh, who interviewed last year with Marcus Freeman, so he's going to A&M. That's interesting. So, all right, gonna be we're like, gonna, it's gonna be a good we'll, game. That's gonna be a fun game. All right, we're gonna hear now from uh, JP. Okay, here's a question. Long-time listener, first-time caller. This is JP. How many transfers total? I know there's QB1. I don't know how many wide receivers, how many D linemen, how many DBs. Thanks. This is a good idea, by the way. See, I don't get to hear that often. Good idea, Singer. I don't get to hear that often. JP, appreciate you. So I'm going to say one quarterback – I think three receivers right now. That's what so I have on my list. That puts us at four. Yeah. I'm still going to throw an offensive lineman in there, five. That We're not hearing anything about their name, or at least I'm not going it's after just, an offensive lineman. Yeah. A defensive lineman, six. Um, six. And six. they already have a DB committed, oh. seven. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So do they then go get? Another DB to get eight. Um, well, they have the know. nickel. I think they need a true safety. Man, I was going to say ten. My 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 number's at ten because Oof. Mike. I'm thinking, thinking of the spring game. Who comes out of the spring and says I'm not going to be here? But, but then, yeah, I mean, I think you can add some guys. I think at that point. So what? So what do you got? Eight point five. 8.5 is the over-under? Yeah. I'll go over. I'll go nine. They had seven last year, which was the most ever. I think they're going to top that this year. All right. I wouldn't be surprised if they bring in two, you know, two D linemen. And real quick on the offensive tackle, I know some people, you know, have, have talked to asked about why offensive tackle Notre Dame recruits great. Yes, they do. But as Mike Singer just said, does Charles Jagasaw move inside? Does obviously Emil Wagner's been prepping for two years. He's on the traditional path for offensive linemen at Notre Dame. Red shirt, get your feet wet, play as a junior. Think Liam Eichenberg is a great example. Does Tosh Baker, does he come back for a fifth year? Does he go have a really good Sun Bowl where he comes back? He's been grooming, lifting weights. It's his spot. But who's behind them, Mike? Sullivan Absher has never pass blocked a day in his life. So in a game, he, you know, he played the Veer for. So is he a guy? Do they move Charles? I know they got Lambert, who's if, – if you have not seen Gerby Lambert's senior film, people, Google it, watch it. It is a freak really show. Good. But he doesn't arrive until the summer. So can he pick it up ASAP? Joe Alt did it until game four or five-ish. All right. So does Lambert do that? That's going to be a wild card. That's why I think Singer is correct and – if there's an offensive tackle, I actually went on the one of the on three portal, which is awesome. You start typing those things in. There's no one that pops out right now, but if there's some six six three hundred pounder who's played in the power five, you got to take a look at him. Yeah. Um, as I was just taking a sip of water, I did realize I, I'm drinking in my Bucky's cup right now, and uh, Bucky's is my second favorite spot in the world. Number one is Taco Bell, um, and I, I just got a Taco Bell craving a few minutes ago. Um, and uh, I'll tell you guys what pairs well with Taco Bell, um, and uh, it, it's some Rogue Shop. How about that? How about that little transition there, um, Tim? You like that? Um, yeah. So l- l- let's hear from tonight's sponsors, 
uh, Rogue Shop, the husband and wife outfit. Mr. Rogue and his wife, Char, craft cannabis farmers who specialize in small batch sustainable plant medicine, a true holistic type of small business. They farm and grow everything themselves, do everything by hand. Check out their website, rogueshop.com, R-O-G-U-E shop.com. They sell everything from CBD, THC edibles, tinctures, smokables, bath salts, pain creams, topicals, vapes, candles, soaps, and uh, even some cool earrings um, that I sent Tim for Christmas last year, and he has not worn them yet. Uh, maybe he will do that soon. Um, and their website has a 24-7 chat function where you guys can hop on the website and ask Mr. Roganshar any questions that you might have. So check it out, rogueshop.com. If you have issues sleeping, chronic pain, uh, or if you have anxiety or stress issues and you use the promo code blue and gold, you will get 10% off your order. Um, so check that out at rogueshop.com. Promo code blue and gold, getting you 10% off your order. All right. Uh, Singer. Yes. Real quick, a, a gentleman in the chat, Kicker. They didn't even count Kicker. Kicker, that, yes. yes. I always that's forget about Kickers. Yes. Exactly. Uh, so they're, they're your nine. So yeah. I would take you over. I always just forget about the Kickers, Tim. Exactly. Uh, they're just people too, but I forget about them. Because <laughs> we know that's an automatic. So that's yeah. a Greg asked who's the long snapper. I don't know. I don't. Brian Pullian always liked to get long snappers on scholarship. I don't think Notre Dame is getting long snappers. I don't think they're using a scholarship spot on long snapper. You bring in, um, you, you find a walk on long snapper or, uh, you ask Vincent if he can come back for a 14th year. Um, and go to uh, the Ivy league, they will get a long snapper. That's yeah, they'll it. get someone to transfer in. Yeah. No, yes. no, no question there. So that was from JP. Our last one. Now let's hear from Ed. Lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, Mike and Tim. Hello. Just a question about quarterback coach Gino Gadoli. I've heard a lot of criticisms of Parker, obviously Stucky, some of Rudolph. But with the quarterback play of Hartman coming under a lot of criticism, how what kind of job do you think Gino did this year? Thanks. Very interesting question. It's a great, it's a great question. And it's um I'll I'll be honest, it, you know, I'm not I, I got a bunch of numbers I'd love to get into this next week. I don't have them in front of me that I've been breaking down, comparing Sam, Notre Dame, his wake and things of that nature. Kind of like how did the, you know, how did Notre Dame do with him? And believe it or not, he's kind of the same quarterback. He really is. When you look at what he did, wake and Notre Dame, you start breaking down his touchdown interception ratios, deep passes, complete, you know, there's, there's so many little, you know, as Mike likes to say, data points, and it's it's amazing how close he is to his to his uh, metrics that he had at Wake Forest. So, what could Notre Dame have done? And I think that's a it's a great question because you got a guy who's coming in here with forty five starts. Ohio State was his fiftieth start. What can you know, Gino Gudulli, who did a hell of a job with Desmond Ritter, got him drafted. 
you know, he almost has, well, you think he threw for 297, 298 against Notre Dame in the top 10 battle in 2021 when they came to South Bend. I, I think he did a really good job because, believe it or not, they limit. I think they limited Sam Hartman a lot this year. And I want to get into this once we know what Sam's going to do and things of that nature. Once we you know, kind of do a, a rewind on the season and, and look at it. I think they limited Sam. And Mike, I think it was a pretty good thing, to tell you the truth, and what they did. I, I, I think the Notre Dame coaches did a pretty good job the more I've dived into some things. You just took me on a roller coaster that time. I didn't know we were going to end with that. No, it's, I, I think you did a good job because, you know, how do you, you know, you have, you know, a small window to try and teach him how to even just go under center. Let's just go to the basics that he came from. Go under center, pro style, just handing off. He didn't run duo. There's no duo reads. The steps are completely different than zone read mesh that he did. And I think I, I think they did a good job as coaches, but Sam Hartman, the quarterback, he really is he, he literally is basically the same guy he was at Wake. And I thought the Notre Dame coaches did a pretty good job adjusting him into the scheme that he did. Folks, if you're just joining us, please hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel if you are new here. Um, tomorrow night, planning on having a show with Mike Goolsby. Uh, to talk about a lot of the same stuff, and we'll, we'll hear it from Mike, uh, which is always interesting. Um, and uh, I know he's been watching more of Riley Leonard, so it'll be interesting to see what he thinks about the expected transfer quarterback who is on campus uh, as we speak. Riley Leonard, Bo Collins, Josh Kelly, all on campus right now. Um, so some uh, potential new players for the Irish there. Um have you ever heard the term, Tim, that you can't teach an old dog new tricks? Like, yeah, I mean, not. what what really could Gino have done with them? Like, like, like I, I don't know. Like, as the quarterback's coach and not play caller, like, I'm a Dolphins fan. Mike McDaniel comes in, and Tua, everything changes for Tua because of the offense. Yeah. Right? But Gadouli's not the play caller. Like, I don't, I don't know what Gadouli could have done with to to uh, a whole lot like tim's telling me as the expert here that he thinks they did a really good job with him you know in, in a short period of time i would then i i would go with what tim says but for me i'm just like what really could they do to improve him or make him worse you know like that that that's that's just my opinion so i would say the jury is still out on him tim um as like a developer at the position but in terms of recruiting he came in, built a really good relationship right away with CJ Carr, who was not sure. You guys remember that, uh, what, 10 months ago, 11 months ago? Uh, yeah, 10 months. When Reese left, Carr was not saying anything on social media. CJ yeah. Carr went from I am all, all, all Notre Dame to I'm going to take a step back a little bit. I want to see who they hire. Um, and uh, Gadulian Carr kicked it off. And then uh, a few months later, uh, several months later, I should say, Gaduli helps lead Notre Dame to land a commitment from Deuce Knight's uh, borderline five-star recruit. So I'd say from the recruiting angle of things, um, you know, thumbs up there so far. Um, but uh, yeah, thoughts on that, Tim? Any, anything else? No, no. I mean, it's a great question because he's right. Gino kind of gets left out because of so much on Parker and obviously Stucky, you know, this season with the wide receivers and everything's happened the last week. But uh no, I mean, Hartman is an interesting case study and God, taking someone in just a unique offense. You know what I mean? That that Wake was 
And uh, it's interesting just looking at it, rewatching some film. I rewatched the Leonard versus Hartman battle two years ago. The fourth quarter duel, those guys went all the way down to the end, and Riley Leonard pulled out the big win against Wake and Sam Hartman. And um, and they limited Hartman with interceptions. Even though he did throw a handful, the amount of games of not throwing interception dramatically down compared to what they did at Wake. They took away, obviously, the deep shots I always talk about, but they limited those because that's what got him in trouble so much at Wake. So I think they did a lot of good things when it's all said and done. And the lack of perimeter playmakers and Hartman having those guys to use and hit is what kind of hindered the team long run. Okay. All right. Uh, a couple more here, Tim. Let's first hear from uh, Irish Lenny. Here we go. Hey, Mike uh, and Tim. It looks to me that if we uh, get Chris Mitchell, uh, Bo Collins, and uh, uh, Josh Kelly, mm-hmm. that the uh, wide receiver room is actually in maybe better shape than it was before it started. And this is uh, Irish Lenny, 76. Thank you, Irish Lenny. I'll go first, Tim. Go for it. It's better for the year. But then what does it look like the next year? Are you just doing this again? You, you know? That's so what does it look like then in 2025? I'm with you on like the win now thing. I totally am, but uh, has has Goolsby has Goolsby brainwashed me on not liking the one year rentals and, and wanting to so I, I I'm still kind of in between on it. Like, yes, do it do what you can to, to win now. Uh but Collins Collins one year, Kelly one year. Um, Chris Mitchell one year. That's if they get all three. Mitchell's committed, the Florida International Receiver. Collins and Kelly are there right now. But let's just say they go get three total and they all have one year. I, I then you hope that you know the young guys are are developed because you lost Flores, who even though it's not the biggest loss in the world, you still would have had him for you know two or three more years. Um, so what do you think, Tim? It's the wide receiver room. Mike Singer talks about it because Mike Singer was a legitimate curl flat runner where that wide receiver room, I, I always love when Goolsby kids you. It's like, it's wide receivers, Mike, and you know it. They're prima donnas, man. They all want the ball. They all think they're this guy. They all think they're that guy. Who's to say? I Man, I don't know. I have done a – it's the transfer it's, – it's the one-year one transfer rule. You're allowed to transfer for free one time. Yep. So if you're not happy and you're not feeling good, you just bail. And the notion that you're just going to recruit 20, what are they signing? 23, let's say this year. You're going to sign 23 and 22 of them are going to return in 2025. The odds of that are zero. Let's just be honest. Guys are going to leave. So this whole, it's just me talking, this whole notion of, well, you got to build and take your lumps and see what happens down the road. You can't because you don't know when dudes are just going to pack up and leave. Holden State, you know, we always talk, you know, the, the most overused word in, in football is develop. You know, well, we develop. Well, Holden State just got developed for two damn years. And he bailed. So you can't, you don't know. And that's the craziest thing. So you just got to build your roster. You recruit the hell out of it. Let's take Cooper Flanagan, you know, one of our favorite players. We expect Cooper to be here for four years. That's the quote-unquote goal. So yeah. you know Parker Freeman, Chad Bowden, all these guys, they're recruiting these guys nonstop. 
it's ne- it's never going to end. You, you know, but you can't assume anything. And I think that, especially a wide receiver, wide receiver is the one position I think you could go and replace dudes every year. People need to go on the on three, whatever portal tracker you want to use, or there's a bunch of them out there, and just click wide receiver. There we prefer on three. We do prefer on three. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The on three one is awesome. It breaks it down. It's already got, there's so much data in there. It's crazy. Whoever coordinates that, big thumbs up. But you just click wide receiver. You're, it's going to take you six hours to read names. It is insane how the wide receivers are like half of the portal. So the ability to go find two, three guys All right. is so great. It is. It, that's the one position, man. I am not worried about it. I'm just not. I like it. All right. I'm in. Especially wide receiver. Still wish they had Flores, but yeah, I'm with you. Exactly, because he's going to be what we saw with Flores this year. It will be that way for four years, meaning a guy you could trust. Agreed. A guy you know is going to play his butt off for 60 minutes. Heck, man, go back to the, you know, we always talk about the, the Hartman scramble against Duke. It was Rico who got, the, I think, the second first down to get that thing rolling up the midfield. So on the great catch down there, I think. Evans got the first one, and Rico got the second first down on that drive. So, clutch, clutch play by him. So, yeah. Um, we have one more, Mister Hyde. Yeah, um, these have been nice. These have been yeah, nice. These have been, yeah. I, they they started coming in hot like an hour before we started uh, the show live. Um, so uh, I was like pretty worried. I was like, man, we're not getting any questions. And then uh, they started rolling in. Um, so uh, I'll definitely give you guys a little bit more time next time. Um, so let's hear from Gene. Hey guys, love the show. I was just wondering who do you think is the best offensive coordinator that Notre Dame has had over the past 20 years? Thanks. Yeah, this is where, uh, I did not give Tim any prep. So, uh, Chuck Martin who took him to the national title. You know, they just pounded the rock in 2012. Um, geez, Louise. you're not going Jared Parker. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I mean, there, there, there has been some good ones. I mean, you know, Charlie Weiss was a hell of an off. Uh, Charlie Weiss called plays. I'll take Charlie Weiss's 05 06 offense against anyone in the last 20 years. How's that? And he was the OC. So, and you go 20 years, you're going all the way back to the, the Willingham, the Willingham era. So, you're not going to go Bill Diedrich. Uh, Weiss would be up there. He's obviously the head coach. That's interesting. They have to use the head coach. I would say the best offense, 0506. Those, those, you know, in 2015 is a dynamic and electric. And, uh, you know, that was Mr. Um, was it Denbrock? Yeah. Denbrock. Yeah. Denbrock. So Denbrock's, Denbrock, you know, AM just tried pulling him away and LSU just gave him a huge, huge, uh, three year contract. So he's, he's, he's not leaving the South anytime soon. Yeah, but um, yeah, no ones you're probably going to jump off of. Now, if that guy down south pulls out a ring here in the middle of January, do you go? You know, it's totally that's what he does there is regardless of what he did here. Oh, I know it is. I know it is. I'm just poking a little bit of people out there having some fun. All right. So, what that was eight questions we answered, forty five across forty five minutes. Yeah, took us commercials and us yapping. Yeah, I mean, we could easily trim this down to thirty minutes and roll from no, there. No, no, no. I was, I thought we were going to hit an hour easy. Um, so next time we'll definitely, um, I, I will saying. go I mean, get we can easily, Yeah, we could get, get another more in. 
five, uh, six more questions and boom, you know, trim these up a little bit. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. So we will definitely make this, especially into the off season. Yes. And, uh, we don't have to spend time talking about a watch list or something um, <laughs> uh, to, to uh, save that as a topic. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. yeah. The Remington award watch list in August. We'll just do some questions. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to put it there Thursday night. Planning on a show with Goolsby Friday morning. I'll do a recruiting show with Kyle Kelly. Um, unless we have some get- kind of emergency show early next week, we'll be live next Wednesday night with Tim. What's up? I'm going to give a tease, Mike. Ooh. Tease. I got a, I got a text from, from the 2014 captain from the University of Notre Dame. And it was, I'm not going to read it, but a good tease for those to watch, or watch him, watch Mike talk tomorrow night about Riley Leonard. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was like, okay. I got to respond to him, but I was like, okay. I'm going to go. Well, relax after we get off, and, uh, I want I to know what he said. Can you tell me what he said after we were hey, done? It's a tease. It's a tease. He said well, it You me. can't tease me. I'm saying after we're done with the show, tell me. Okay. All right. There it goes. No, no, but I'm excited. I can't because I know Mike's been watching, like you said earlier. Goolsby's been watching a lot of film. I've been watching some of his 2022 stuff. I went and rewatched the Notre Dame game a couple nights ago. So. I'm really uh, – I'm looking forward to, to listening to Goolsby tomorrow night. Okay. Sounds good, folks. Well, that's going to end it. Uh, thank you to our, our sponsors, Rogue Shop and Home Field Apparel. Please do um, check that out, folks. Appreciate all of the questions. Firm but soft, Adam, Andrew, DYJP, Ed, Irish Lenny, Gene, um, uh, Alex, and I think that was everybody. So appreciate the questions, folks. Really appreciate your time. Um, and thank you for making us part of your day here at Blue and Gold. Uh, appreciate you all again. I think I said that three times now. But as always, we'll catch you next time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.